Brother Aaron, what an awesome time of worship. Thank the Lord for the privilege and the honor of being here today with you and uh, have so many connections here in this church, even though uh, I don't know most of you. There are several of you that I know, some very well, had the privilege of working with Brother Aaron for a few years in our church in Texarkana and uh, just some really close friendships with your staff. You have an, I don't know if you realize, but you have an awesome staff. I have such love and respect for Brother Nathan, your pastor. Thank God for him. And for all of your staff members, we just have multiple connections. What a blessing it is for me to be here today. Been really looking forward to this time together just to have the privilege of being here and worshiping with you, spending time and seeing how God is doing amazing things in and through this church. You're an awesome church with a great vision, and that is such a blessing to me. I'm just sitting over here soaking it all in. Praise the Lord for you, for your work, for your love for Jesus. I'm going to be reading several passages of Scripture today. We'll have a, a few of them here that you can see, but some of them we're just going to be firing one right after the other. Because I realize in the day and age in which we live, we don't know who to trust. We don't know what to trust. It's really a tough situation because there are some of you who had extreme trust in people that you loved and cared for and it just didn't work out. Some of you have experienced uh, situations in your life that have just floored you. And the people you trusted most may have failed you. Today I want to talk to you about the God you can trust. And I realize there is only one true God. What I understand today is that there are many gods with a little g. And a lot of people are trusting a lot of these different gods. There may be idols or things that you have set up before you that have become more important to you at times than the one true God. But today I want you to understand fully that you can trust God, the true and living God, because that makes all the difference in your life. It makes the difference on how you live your life tomorrow, when you go to work, when you go to school, all the things you'll be doing, and how you can trust your God. And so I want us to read from the book of Psalms, verse, uh, chapter 9, verses 9 and 10 to begin with. We want to begin there, and I want us to understand that the psalmist David is writing this psalm. And this psalm was written in a time of difficulty and grief for him. And even though his world had been turned upside down and he had a small child who had passed away, he still realized that God was there for him and that God was his trust. It says the Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed. A refuge in time of trouble. And those who know your name will put their trust in you. For you Lord have not forsaken those who seek you. Some of you have experienced the death of a child. A spouse, loved one or close friend. The psalmist reminds us here that no matter what kind of difficulty you are facing, you can trust God. 
He is never going to walk out on you. In your darkest hour, in your most difficult time, he will always be there for you. The psalmist also, in Psalm 18 and 20, describes his trust in God because God had just delivered him from the hands of his enemy. Now, many of us have been delivered. I mean, we've been delivered from sin. Many of us have been delivered from difficulties, from some horrible illness or some problem that you have been faced with, maybe work-related situations that seemed impossible, or maybe you have been delivered from a difficult relationship. Whatever it might have been, you rejoice in the Lord because He is the God of deliverance. He said, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. The psalmist says, This is the God that I trust. This is the God I serve. He is strong. He is able. He is worthy of praise and my complete trust. Then we find that when all the world around us is offering to us things that might pull us away from God, we might be tempted to trust in the government, or we may be tempted to trust in the world around us, The psalmist says, some put their trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord. Let's pray. Father, you are an awesome God. Today we want to say we trust you with our entire life. We trust you with everything. And many who are here today have called upon your name and put their lives in your hands. And you've saved them. And you've given them a home in heaven. Father, why is it that some days our trust in you seems to wane? Why is it that some days, Father, we, we're worrying and we're fretting and we're wringing our hands over the situations of this life? When we realize that no matter what the situation is, you've got it under control. Help us to trust you. Show us how we can trust you. And Father, we pray that you will be exalted today in this message, that your holy name will be lifted up, and that we will leave here today with a greater trust in you. For we pray it in Jesus' name. So I remember the day that I got saved. This was uh, back, way back, 1965. That was a long time ago, I know, for some of you to think back that far. When I trusted Jesus as my Savior. And you know that very night in a revival service, I was sitting right over here on the second row. When I called upon the Lord, He instantly saved me because I had put my trust in Him. But I think of the countless times down through the years when I worried, when I went through difficult situations, when I was not trusting God the way I should. You may be going through that right now. There could be a 
season, a time in your life where you're not thinking about the fact that God is still God. And you're not realizing the fact that God is still in control. And you're not understanding the reality of who God is. Today is just a reminder. Actually, today I just want to brag on God for a little while. He is an awesome God. He is a wonderful God. And more than anything else, I just want to exalt His name in this message. So the first thing I want to share with you of why we can trust God is because He is the originator and creator of the original human experience. I mean, this is God. We wonder if God really understands what is going on and if God understands us. God, are you there? Do you realize my situation? Do you know what's going on? I want to assure you that God is the originator and the creator. God knows you better than you know yourself. Not only that, he knows exactly what you're going through. And he knows your feelings. And he sees your fears. He knows your doubts. The Bible says in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. What reassurance. And the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. God the Creator. In Genesis 1 and 27 it says, So God created man in his own image, and the image of God created him. Male and female created he them. God the Creator. He is the originator of your life. He knows all about you. Over and over in the Bible we are reminded of who the Creator is just want to read a few of those verses for you. Exodus 20 and 11. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Nehemiah 9 and 6. You alone are the Lord. You have made heaven, the heaven of heavens, with all their host, the earth and everything on it, the seas and all that is in them, and you preserve them all. The host of heaven worships you. Psalm 102, 25. Of old you laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. Jeremiah 10 and 12. He has made the earth by his power. He has established the world by his wisdom. He has stretched out the heavens at his discretion, he did it all. And then John 1 and 3, which says, All things were made by him, and without him, nothing was made that was made. Colossians 1 and 16, For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him, and he is before all things, and in him all things consist. Now you have heard many of those passages over and over, and you have heard and believed the fact that God truly is the creator and the originator of all things. You no doubt understand that. But since he is the creator and the originator of all that is, he knows, he knows, human experience 
backwards and forwards. He knows your life, and you can trust him. You can trust him. Secondly, you can trust him because his recorded works remind us that he is the sovereign and reigning king. I mean, since he is all-powerful and he is the king of the world, you can trust him. You can trust him because of his work that he has done in us and for us. His ability is beyond our comprehension, and sometimes we have a tendency to limit God. And let me tell you, God is limitless. He is the great and mighty God. I like what the Apostle Paul said about God in Ephesians 3 and 20. Now unto him who is able to do abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. He reminds us here that this God who is the creator of the world, is able to do more than you could ever imagine. You know, the Bible is filled with exciting stories of the magnificent works of God. We read the Bible and we see some amazing things that are really beyond human ability. I mean, we're talking supernatural. This is God. He is supreme. He is all-powerful. He is absolute. He is ultimate and the matchless one. He is the one that we worship and we adore. This God, our God, the master and creator, he knows us. And he has done amazing things. In 2015, Natalie Grant sang a song entitled King of the World. In that song, she sang this. I tried to fit you in the walls inside my mind. I tried to keep you safely in between the lines. I tried to put you in a box that I've designed. I tried to pull you down so we are eye to eye. When did I forget that you have always been the king of she finished the song by saying this, you will always be the king of the world. So on your sleepless nights, when trouble surrounds you and difficulty invades your thoughts, do you forget that God is the king of the world? The psalmist in celebration of God, in Psalm 47 and verse 1, said, Oh, clap your hands, all you peoples. Shout to God with the voice of triumph. For the Lord Most High is awesome. He is a great king over all the earth. He will subdue the peoples under us and the nations under our feet. He will choose our inheritance for us, the excellence of of Jacob, whom he loves, God has gone up with a shout, the Lord with the sound of a trumpet. Sing praises to God, sing praises, sing praises to our King. 
sing praises, for God is the king of all the earth. Today we need to be reminded that he is sovereign, all-powerful, and he is there for us. I just want you to know today that you can trust him. You can trust him. The last thing that I want to share with you this morning is the fact that you can trust him. He has poured out his heart for you. I mean, this is not just the God who is up in heaven and who is calling all the shots. Uh, he is that. <laughs> but he is a God who cares for you. Literally, before we ever acknowledged him, he cared for us. When you were off somewhere, doing your thing, living your life, before you ever gave God a second thought, he cared for you. You know, and we always need to remember that those people who are out there and they're doing their own thing and they're not giving God a second thought, he cares for them. We may have animosity towards them. We might even be tempted to look down our nose at them because of what they are doing. But please know God loves them. He so loved them that in while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Look around you. People are dying without Jesus. They're not doing the right thing, and they're not following the right path. Be reminded that God loves them and that God poured out his heart for them. He's proven it over and over again how he's loved me. And I just rejoice in him. Um, my wife, Debbie, is sitting right over here and we have been married for over 43 years, and uh, we're best friends. And since I'm no longer pastoring, I preach regularly, uh, but I'm not pastoring a church, and we've just decided to revert back to our teenage years. So I'm sure we're pretty corny to anyone who is a teenager, but uh, we're having a lot of fun, enjoying life, feel very blessed of the Lord. But God has delivered us and blessed us. Uh, two years ago, uh, I was a mess. I'm a West Nile survivor and uh, almost lost it. Uh, but God was gracious and God delivered me. During that same time, uh, my son was diagnosed with very severe leukemia and we So I'm going through West Nile. My son is going through leukemia and treatments and the whole thing. And and my wife uh, is just, I mean, she's pulled. She's being tugged from every direction. And the reality of all of this is that God, in her testimony, God carried her through it all. He is our deliverer. Because he cares. He cares so much. He poured out his heart for you. I mean, literally. 
Jesus died on the cross and gave up his lifeblood because he loves you so much. So he loves you when you're on the mountaintop. He is a good God, a wonderful God. We praise him and we thank him and we celebrate him when we are up there on the mountaintop, excited about God and all he is doing. But you know, not every day is on the mountaintop. And there are days we find ourselves in difficult situations. Spoke about David having lost a child and back in 19... 89, Debbie and I went through that. We held our premature baby and watched his heart beat its last beat. Some of you have been through that. You've struggled with that. I tell you, God cares. He gave us grace. He gave us everything we needed to survive and to keep going forward. So on the mountaintop, yes, but in the valley for sure. The psalmist said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Reminds me of another song, that song, uh, The God on the Mountain. Some of you may be familiar with that. For the God on the mountain is the God in the valley. Same guy. When things go wrong, he'll make them right. And the God of the good times is still God in the bad times. The God of the day is still God in the night. Linda Randall wrote that song. And that is so true. He poured out his heart for us, and the reality is that he is dedicated to humanity. Remember that passage you learned when you were a little kid? For God so loved the world. He so loved the world. That's how much he loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever would believe in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. He gave it all. He had me in mind when he did that. And he had you in mind. We know that he is faithful and reliable. I mean, it's not only the thing with salvation, which is the first step and the vital step for your eternity, but it is today. All these years later, he is so reliable and so faithful. He said in Deuteronomy 7 and 9, Therefore know that the Lord your God, he is God, the faithful God. That's God. You can count on him. Whether you are on the mountaintop or whether you are in the valley, whatever is going on in your life, if you are distressed, if you are anxious, if you're really having a tough time at school, at work, at home, God is there for you. He welcomes you to trust Him. 
this life. Remember the words of Jesus when he said, Come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He is life. Amen. Come to me. I will give you the rest, the peace that passes all understanding. Some of you are needing that today. And I want you to know that God is offering that to you. If you will lay your burdens at his feet. When Solomon wrote the book of Proverbs, Proverbs 3 and 5, we read that and we have read that so much it's like we don't really think about what it says. But he admonishes us when he says, trust in the Lord. Don't lean to your own understanding. I mean, you just got to realize how big God is. You've got to understand that the way things may look to you, your perspective, no doubt, can be flawed and tainted with this world. Just trust God is able and God is willing and God is ready with his arms open wide. He gave all so that you might live. Today I want you to understand that whatever the situation is in your life, whatever you are going through, remember who God is. He is the creator of everything that exists and he understands your experience and he knows and is able to do exceedingly abundantly more than you your imagination would let you think trust him lay it at his feet brother tony will be standing before you here in just a moment and i know he would love to pray with you Whatever your need is, our God is a big God, and he will give you strength. Let's bow for prayer. Father, we want to thank you. You are an awesome God, and we want to exalt your, your holy name. Not that you need us to exalt you, but you love for us to. And Father, we just acknowledge your power, and we know that Whoever is here today, in whatever situation they're going through, we know that you want to reassure them that you're, you're going to handle that. So, Father, give us peace, give us grace, and may we follow you, for we pray it in Jesus' name. Would you please stand?